Um, some weeks I have an agenda. There's some weeks because we did a bunch of stuff some weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, we could talk about the stuff that we did. Mm-hmm. But like this week, we mostly just worked and slept. Yeah, we worked a lot and slept a lot. We, well, no, we worked a lot and slept a little. <laughs> yeah, but like we were sneaking in naps as much as we could, whenever we could. Yeah. But no, I didn't sleep a lot at all. No. You were getting on average about like five hours sleep a night. Four hours a night. And then some days I got a one hour nap. Yeah. But like you did that for like a year when you worked in Atlas. No. When I worked in Atlas. No. When I worked in Atlas, there was way more... There was way more sleep. There was way more time. It, it was never spread out like eight hours at a time, but okay. I would say I got eight hours every day somehow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you were napping hardcore back then, actually. That was the thing. You were napping like two or exactly. three hours a day. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you saw a, a concert tonight mm-hmm. from a one-hit wonder. But what I was just saying was it was Passenger. Who, and if anyone doesn't know, he did that like... Song. And thank you, Natalie, for inviting me. Um, but his other stuff was way better than like no, that song is good. That song just got way overplayed. But his other stuff was like really, really good. And I was very, very like pleasantly surprised because usually for me, like the first time I hear a song, it's not like I need to hear a song a couple of times to really be into it. But his his show was fantastic. Did the three points before he came on stage help with that feeling of his music is so good? Well, no, because if anything, the Three Pines just, it, it just exaggerates what I'm already feeling. So there have been many times where I, you've seen this, me being drunk going into a club and I don't like the music and I'm a complete bitch about it. You've seen that. <laughs> this is so, true. So actually, no, no. Um, well, I mean, you, wait, you're, but you're very specific about your, da- the music that you want to dance to. Yeah. And this is different than that, but still, yeah. I'm, I'm not like, I'm picky about what m- music I'm into. And I, this was very, really good for me. I liked it a lot. Yeah. How many CDs in total do you own? Like one? Well, I don't own any CDs here. But you, uh, you have a couple back in, in Long Island, right? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, back home, I probably have like 40 or so, but like. How many? Well, I don't know which ones were destroyed in Sandy. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah I'm, I don't know. I mean, I had an iPod when I was 18, and then it got destroyed, and I haven't had an iPod since then. Can you remember the first album that you bought? Oh, like the first album I bought ever? Yeah. It was uh, Spice Girls. Spice. Was that what you're... When I say you first album you bought, the first album you bought with your own money. <laughs> Like, pocket money, even, but, like, just money that you had that you didn't, like, someone, a CD that wasn't bought for you. No, I think all the CDs I had were probably bought for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not true. Probably, honestly, and that's crazy, but probably, I don't know, Third Eye Blind, maybe? You have a Third Eye Blind album? Yeah, of course. That's pretty funny. The one with Semi Charm Life on it. And, yeah, I mean, I bought a couple of Frank Turner CDs when I was, like, 22. So you have a bit of a thing for Frank Turner. Uh, yeah, and this guy actually reminded me of Frank Turner, and it's part of why I liked him so much, musically, oh. that is. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that what's happening? Is it, do I have to, like, you know, put him on a list or something now, do I? What kind of list are we talking about? We what? were talking about some kind of list earlier. Last night we were talking about a list. Yeah, well, that was a different list. That was, like, a list. What list is this? This is my shit list. <laughs> but would that not correspond directly to the other list that we were talking about? Let's talk about this list. Okay, well, all right. Yeah. So we, we were talking yesterday, because everyone has the... Uh, 
like fu- like top five famous people. The whole past. Because it's weird if they're if it's weird if they're not famous. You, they can't not be famous. Yeah, like, you can't. That's you, not okay. You can't be like, oh, you're one friend, and then yeah, like, the girl from the office. The girl, at, yeah, yeah, like, like no, yeah, that can't be. A, so, no, they so, have to be someone you both never. If you've met them, it has to be like. Yeah, so top yeah. five famous people that you can that you are you want to have sex with, and you're. I mean, theoretically, the idea is that like your partner is not supposed to give a shit. But, but that's what not world, how we. That's not how What we world roll. do we exist in? What no, world? that's not how. And this is and this is what's important to me. This is what I realized the other day. I don't even remember what was. Oh yeah, yeah. I was watching because I have a huge girl crush on Nigella Lawson, and you do. so I was just like one. I just to comfort myself, I just watch her stuff like, like on repeat, on repeat, and I just I like I fucking love her, and I was thinking like. If any, if if you had a crush on her, I would just think that was so awesome. Right. Because I'm so on board with that. And then, I'll, and also in the same night, this was yesterday, like the first day I had for myself in so long, and I was doing all sorts of strange things. And then I was watching Demi Lovato videos, and you've mentioned before that you like, you know, think she's quite attractive. But I'm like, yeah. that's really cool. Like she's I'm, cute. like I'm on board with that, and I realize that it's a good way for me to tell how I feel about a woman. By, by thinking about how I would feel if you had a crush on them. And and a lot of that is clear because I actively dislike Jennifer Lawrence. So when you, when I, the first night I met you, you told me you had a crush on her and I gave you well, shit about that. Okay, I didn't say I had a crush on her. You were asking me like, who do you think is hot? And I think Jennifer Lawrence is a good looking woman. And I think But like, you never do that. You're, but you're, but no, don't, don't, don't. Because that's not you. You're not like, oh, I just look at looks. You're like, well, she seems like she'd be fun to hang out with. Well, trust me. I did she, say that. Trust me she I didn't wouldn't. Say that, trust me she wouldn't. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. I know exactly what she'd be like to hang out with. I just I mouthed something to him. She'd be exactly like. I know, I know, I get it. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, the reason. No, you are you are right. I do I do take him personality, and I th- I would th- I thought that she'd be someone who'd be good to like go on a night out with or whatever. No, uh, she, she wouldn't at all. But you know, you've soured that to me now because okay. I know I know long. Well, I kind of do still kind of believe it because I feel like I could look look past those things that annoy you. But okay, now the okay, so we came up with a list that wasn't just like top five celebrities Aaron would like to have sex with. It was like a top five celebrities that I would like to be with that you're cool with. Right. <laughs> that you're, I, that yeah. you actually approve of. And I want to add one more thing to this, which is a weird thing because it's like, for me, it's like the Mila Kunis factor because I don't, because like Jennifer Lawrence, I actively dislike. So of course you saying you like her bothers me. Natalie Portman, I actively dislike. So you saying you like her bothers me. Mila Kunis, I don't actively dislike her whatsoever. In fact, a lot of things like that she's done and said, I think are really cool. But the idea of you liking her really bothers me and so yeah, that's less of, and, but that's but it makes sense because it's less of a me I think disliking her thing and more of a me feeling super threatened by her because she's so she's so many things that I could never be she's, even just physically she's, she's, she's so kind different of, she's kind me. of unreal in a way though she, and she's the epitome of the cool girl and so is Jennifer Lawrence but I, I think Jennifer Lawrence is just much more obnoxious than <laughs> but uh, that was that was gonna be my thing because when we came over our list which I think we did we fill the full five out I can't remember mm-hmm. now no no we got three or four the first one I said was Demi Lovato, but she is a bit young for you, and that is a little... Ugh, she's a bit young for you. Well, this is true. She is... Well, it's not 10 years, so all right, I'll give it to you. She, I think she's nine she's years. She's the youngest person you. on the list, yeah. by a mile, by a country yeah. mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And then Drew Barrymore, who's been a long time on my crush and list. And that I like. When you first told me you had a crush on her and that was your long time crush, I was like, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, who else was there? I mentioned because I Oh, love Vanessa, Vanessa Bayer. Bayer. Yeah, yeah, no, she, no, she's definitely on there. Um, I think she's great. Uh, and then I was thinking actually to add to that list. Would Kirsten Dunst be on a list of people you would approve of? She's and she's one, and I was even thinking of this. She's one that I'm like cool with. I'm not like that's awesome. Like the fact that you're into Demi Lovato, Drew Barrymore, and Vanessa Bayer, I'm like that's so awesome, so awesome, so awesome. Kirsten Dunst, I'm like, all right, I'm not super excited about it, but I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I here's my question, the follow on question from that. Then are you are you because this is, it's the difference between, like, you know, when people do hall passes or whatever, and it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, right, whatever. But you're actively almost encouraging these crushes. Yes. Right. So, but is that because you find them non-threatening? And no. you're like, they could never replace me. No. Are you kidding? Like, Demi Lovato's drop-dead gorgeous. But part of, but, like, no, I'll be honest, part of why, like... I approve, like, I, even Kristen Wiig I wouldn't approve of because she's cool, but, like, she's, like, a pencil, and, yeah. like, that bothers me. Right. Like, I was even talking about this to Natalie tonight, like, I couldn't be with a guy who, like, loved skinny girls. That would just bother me too much. So when you say you have a crush on, like, a celebrity who's, like, a pencil, even if it's Kristen Wiig who, like, is conventionally attractive but isn't conventionally gorgeous, but yeah. she's, like, so tiny, that bothers me, and right. I'm not cool with it. yeah. So it's more just like you just approve that these body types are like a little bit like bigger than normal. Bigger? They're not bigger than normal. Well, no, like bigger than the normal like Hollywood standards. Do you know what I mean? Because like you, we've said before that like Hollywood has like this crazy like anorexic almost standard of like, you know, body types. And you're saying that like, you know, someone like a Vanessa Bayer is kind of like a healthier yeah. Like, body. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Nicki Minaj was the other one as well. And that's, once again, like, Nicki Minaj, like, that doesn't, uh, but Nicki Minaj I'm also not super, like, excited about, but, like, that doesn't, (laughs) but that doesn't bother me. Like, that doesn't bother me. But, like, Nicki Minaj, like, here's the thing, too, like, I would like to hang out with Demi Lovato. I would like to hang out with Drew Barrymore. I would like to hang out with Vanessa Bayer. Nicki Minaj, meh. Kirsten Dunst, meh. Like. I think you'd get on with Kirsten Dunst. Maybe. I feel like she, cause she's, she's got. She's a Jersey girl, so maybe. Ah, see, there yeah. you go. Is she a Jersey girl? I didn't realize that. She is a Jersey girl. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, she was known for partying for years. Was she? Yeah, that was a thing. She was kind of like for a while, like in her kind of like college years, mm. um, early twenties. She was kind of known for being a bit of a pillhead. Uh, really. Uh, was was the allegedly. Just for, in case there's any lawyers, but like, you know, that was kind of stories and stuff that were going around and she was always out like in clubs and stuff like that. So she was seen as a bit of a party girl, but like, for somehow at the same time, I feel like she's not one that's been in like the newspapers a lot. No, maybe she's sort of, but maybe because she's old enough that maybe she's sort of just missed that storm of Before, like, like it was like Perez Hilton and it being all over the internet and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. True. Also, I just don't think that like those sort of tabloids still find her interesting. Like I just don't think they really like are fascinated by her. Like the way they were with Lindsay not, Lohan. Yeah, because like, maybe she's not scandalous enough. Like maybe she's a bit of a pillhead, like, but that doesn't mean she has scandals. But, yeah. You know, she, like, she's out partying but she's not necessarily getting into trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
But uh, yeah, we still have to see The Beguiled. Yeah, I do want to see that. Whenever we get a free day. But what about, okay, <laughs> so this is what we were talking about your list. Like, All what right. about my list? Well, I don't approve of anybody. Why? <laughs> um, because I'm jealous. Uh, but like, there, there is a, that kind of thing where, where like there's people who I think are really cool. And so, but it's like, so it's like, oh, I get it and I wouldn't be annoyed about it. But that's me too. It's like, even the first night we met, I'm like, if you had a crush on this person, I would be impressed, but you have crushes on these awful people and I'm not. Like if you, like if you told me you had a crush on Amy Schumer, I would be like, that's awesome. Like you it, did. Pr- uh, that was a funny thing. So I not, did. Not to cut you like, off, but no, like, yeah. so I'm going to, I'm going to tell the story a little bit. So uh, what Thursday keeps referring to, um, is the very first night we met, uh, we were in the pub. And, like, I think we were talking for maybe about, like, 20 minutes or so. And then you basically asked me, like, what girls do you I think? Believe, see, I was pretty drunk, so I don't even remember I don't, that, well, I how could, we started on this. I remember this conversation, but I don't remember how it started. In fairness, I could have brought it up. Because this is the thing that I ask people a lot when I meet them. Because I think, I think everybody has a type. And I think everybody has a type of person. And I always find that if you figure out what a type of person that people are into you kind of get a good impression of that person because... But if I went off of what type of people you told me you were into, I would have gotten a terrible impression off of you. <laughs> Absolutely but were, awful. But they were real basic answers I gave you. I gave you real basic answers that night. Like, as far as, like, the people I thought were cute. Um, so I don't think I would have given you an impression at all because they were so standard answers. So, but you went... You luckily asked me other questions which impressed you more. Um, but yeah, uh, so I, she were just like, you know, so who are you into? And you, uh, every answer I gave, you're like, oh, they're awful. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and gave out to me for like an hour. Uh, and then you followed it up with like, well, what do you think of Amy Schumer? And I was like, yeah, she cool. And she, you were like, okay. I <laughs> <And> just <laughs> kind of looked at me like, like you were still figuring me out. But I think the fact that I said that Amy Schumer was really cool it, it seemed to go a long way in your book. Because <laughs> that seems to be your barometer <laughs> for guys. Um, but yeah, like, well, who is even, like, your list is, like, the weirdest people. Like, John Green. John the, Green, yeah. Who's, like, I the can't weirdest believe, nerd man. I can't, because he has such a fandom. I can't believe it's not more of, like... Uh, a fandom like a heartthrob kind of fandom like I'm always shocked to see that there aren't more like perverted comments on his like YouTube videos oh there is I mean there's there's definitely fan fiction out there I'm sure cause yeah. he has that kind of nerdy girl but, but after even him. within that I don't even see that much of it maybe I don't know maybe I've been protecting myself from it but like I don't even like I don't see that much of it no I think there's probably definitely I, I think the proportion of it is probably not very high yeah. But I think there's definitely, like, a hardcore, like, want to get up on John Green, uh, you know, group. But I think they're probably tucked away in a tumbler that you'll never find. Mm. Um, so John Green was one um, who's just like, when you said that to me, I'm just kind of like, oh, girl, you could do better. <laughs> I was like, oh, her standards are low. <laughs> I've got a chance. Um, and look, I was right. Uh, so he's one, and then Frank Turner, who we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier on, is another. And then, but but you know, I don't really like. Yeah, definitely have a huge crush on Frank Turner, but I like don't think he. And this is what I what I would base my crushes on, like from a certain age, like 
Frank Turner isn't marriage material. He's not. But when did when did your crushes go from I want to get up on that to I want to get a ring from that? I don't know. But it was it always. I mean, like for me, and I don't know how it is for you, but for me, it was it was never fantasizing about getting up on someone. It was fantasizing about like marrying someone, having children, having a house and a dog. Like that's like, and maybe you know, maybe that's a super feminine thing, or maybe this is just a me thing. But like, I was never just like dreaming. You know, like like Jude Law was like a huge thing oh, yeah, for me. Jude. Like the summer I was like twelve, like I watched the talented Mr. Ripley every single night, but only until he died. But like it was it was ne- it was not super sexual. It was like I dreamt, like I wanted to be his Why wife. Why are my pants tingly? <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, I mean, like for me, it's both. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you know, because I, I can't imagine, like, wanting to marry someone and not having sex involved. Well, no, me too, of course, <laughs> of course. But I'm saying, like, if someone seems that much of an unstable, and I feel like you would say this as well, like, if someone seems like that much of an unstable character, or just that their personality is not good enough, that sort of ruins that fantasy, because you're like, oh, I couldn't really actually hang with them. Yeah. And there's, there's a, that element of Frank Turner, I think, is there. A little bit and I think maybe it took me a couple years of being more aware of him and what he was up to and what his personal life was like for me to like take that on and be like Ugh, actually no I don't really see that happening I can't imagine any musician not being kind of gross and unmarriable yeah um cause like it's, it's especially at his, like his level where you can tour worldwide like you know you gotta have yeah. another hoe in every area code or however that phrase goes yeah um I was going to ask another question. I forgot it now. Uh, oh, yeah, he's got a beardy, though. Are you, like, was that not never, never a turn-off for you? Isn't he always had, like, a goatee or a beard? He has a very, he has a very short, like, close-cropped beard. So, like, that's cool. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Should be cool. Should be cool. Well, I took my list very seriously for a number of years. Like, too seriously. To the point where it was kind of sad. Because I would, like, update it regularly... And I and like. And you get it laminated and relaminated? Ne- never laminated, because who the fuck has a laminating machine? Like Tom Hughes. Tom does, but Tom like he works like you know he works for big companies. <laughs> he's got he's got that sort of fuck you money. But if you really wanted to do that, like we could get Tom on this for us. I'm I sure, guess. So. And I'm sure he'd be happy to do it. No, I know, because that was the point. Why was the point of laminating it when you updated the list? I mean, like, lots of things are updated and then laminated, like menus or, like, yeah. you, like, I'm you not know. Yeah, I'm not going to be getting this list wet. Like, I don't have to worry about, <laughs> like, laminating it. I'm not going to be dipping it into, like, cups of tea or something. But, no, the thing about it, I had, like, rules that, like, if they had kids, which is kind of, like, in hindsight, kind of a shitbag rule, but, like, if they had kids, they came off the list because I felt like, well, I couldn't break a family apart. And, like, like, of course I was going to do that. You could break a marriage apart, but not a family apart. Well, ma- marriages break apart all the time. So I would have them on the list. And families it, it, break apart all the time. Well, yeah, but, like, I don't want to be responsible for the family part. If there's a kid involved, I, feel, I would just feel shitty about it. Okay. If it was just a relationship, like, what's the difference between a marriage breaking up and just a normal relationship breaking true, up? True, true, true. So, like, if I was so much hot shit that she left her husband for me, I mean, like, they were never meant to be. True. But if she left her husband for me and then the kid got, like, caught up in it and felt bad because he lost his dad or whatever, mm-hmm. like, I would feel bad about that. Okay. I would be a great dad to that kid, but, you know, I just didn't want to be involved. I didn't want to be responsible. 
Um, and then, uh, what was it? I had other rules as well. Oh, and this is kind of like also a rule that in hindsight I'm really, I'm not really proud of. Mm. But if like they were nude in a movie, they usually came out of the list. What? Yeah, I usually took them off the list if they were like Why? nude in movies. <sighs> I think part of it is I don't want to see someone naked before I can see them naked in person. Okay. Because I feel like that's weird that I've like seen them nude and like I'm hoping to try and get them nude. Like that feels creepy in a way. Mm, okay, interesting. Okay, but like then it, when you put it that way, I don't think it's bad. Like the the Well, first... that's only part of it, unfortunately. What's the other? The other part of it is that I was I wasn't really cool with it. <laughs> It wasn't really cool. Because then I'm like, oh, when I marry them, they're going to be comfortable with doing more nude scenes. And I wasn't cool with that. So you wouldn't be comfortable with me doing a nude scene? Not very, babe. I have to admit. Because you're doing a play soon where you're mm-hmm. going to be kissing somebody. Very briefly. Very briefly. But still, mm-hmm. you're kissing somebody on the lips, which will be the first time you'll have done that since we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't necessarily want to see that. Well, I'm aware that you're acting and I'm not really kind of worried that you're going to run away with whoever the actor is. Because the cast, the part hasn't been cast yet. Because it was someone. it's going to be a girl, I think. It was someone, but now it's going to be someone else. So I think a girl. Yeah. But, like, that's a weird... Like, how would, like, how would you feel? Because I do acting sometimes. So how would you feel if I was, like, in a scene and I was kissing somebody? Like, I mean, just, like... I know, because I know you're used to the idea, but would the, just the image of you seeing me do it oh of course of course like it's not a great image like even when you're doing improv and like someone's playing your wife or your girlfriend like i get a little bit ugh. do you oh yeah totally <laughs> just a little bit like even i really shane? uh especially when it's shane <laughs> um like i get i get a little bit like ugh, but like i of course i recognize that that's not a rational reaction but it is it's a gut reaction and yeah. and like that's that's a thing, but but I also recognize that that it is irrational and and. Well, that's the thing, and that's why yeah. I'm not like kicking up a fuss or anything, like, right? You know, but like my gut reaction is like. Argh. Yeah. And I wonder, like, because I feel like actors have an especially bad track record ratio thing with like staying together in a relationship Mm. and I wonder if that's like kind of part of it is that like happening on a regular basis I think it is and I think it's the type of people who become actors as well I remember actually my movement teacher who I was in love with in college like talking (laughs) about how um like talking about just like how open how open your heart has to be as an actor. And, and he said something, he's like, that's why actors fall in love with each other all the time. And like, there, we were talking about this the other, I mean, we were talking about this yeah. with Claire actually, just like how people just kind of can get confused and you have to fall in love with someone in a play, but like you're really using parts of yourself to really fall in love with them and how that, that line can get blurred and things can get confused. Yeah. Because yeah, there's like, there's, I've, I remember hearing years ago, well, not even years ago, but, like, a bunch of times about how, like, actors are, like, awful people to date. Um, and I was genuinely, actually, like, honestly, when I... Because you were the first actor I've ever dated. Wow. Um, and I was a little bit worried about it when I when we were first dating. I was just like, oh, I wonder if all those things I've heard are true. But what were the things? Well, one is that you always hear that actresses are crazy mm. for a start. Um... That, like, they're super kind of, like, 
uh, flighty mm. and you can't kind of trust them. And then another is that like kind of uh, that like they're just kind of they'll probably like cheat on you or like you know like kind of just they'll fall in love with some other actor and run off mm. like you know they're not going to be very like loyal. Mm. So that was kind of the stuff that you hear a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was something that was genuinely, like, worrying at first. Really? Yeah. Because, like, even just, like, you know, like I said, we were talking the other day about how, like, there's an amateur dramatic production, like, that was on recently, and pretty much everyone in the production <laughs> were doing it with each other, uh, or at least making out, um, and how that caused a bunch of drama and stuff, but, but like... But it's so funny, because, like, in all the plays that I've been in since I was, like, very young, I've never... Like, and, and like, you know. But you've been, but a lot of your play productions that you, because I've seen photos and stuff of casts and stuff from a lot of those plays. And they seem to be a very diverse age range. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Whereas, like, a lot of, like, I think a lot of the scene in Dublin is a lot of, like, you know, hot young 20-somethings. Yeah, but I mean, in college, too. Like, I was in a theater program in college. There were a lot of young, like, straight guys in there. You, like, that's not what you told me before. No, you no. told me there was very few straight guys. I mean, actually, to be fair, like, the... No, no, no. That was in, in general in my college. In general, like, the ratio of straight girls to straight guys was, like, ridiculous. But in my, in our program, like, by the end, we were five, so we were five straight girls and we were nine guys. And of the nine guys, four were straight, four were gay, and one was bi. So that's not, like, that crazy of a ratio. It was five right. straight girls and four straight, and four straight guys and one bi guy. Like, yeah. and nothing ever, for me, nothing ever happened with any of them. But I wonder if that's because the number of people in that class is actually pretty low. Like, you know, yeah. so I think, because I think girls, especially when there's, like, a small group like that, know not to... Like that's get true, and actually, that's you know, none. Of, I think pretty much none of the girls got involved with any of the straight guys. I think maybe some of the gay guys got involved with each other, and that <laughs> was probably it. But now I'm hearing myself saying that, and I'm like, no, definitely some things happened, but like nothing serious ever happened with anyone. Yeah, I just I'm always like amazed that like because yeah, I guess I'm really not. I've done a little bit of acting, but I'm really I don't think I have the mentality of an actor. What like, is the mentality of an actor? I think it's like like you were saying earlier on, like people who like have like a really open and a really kind of like like emotionally giving and mm. maybe emotionally freer. Mm. Um and then also probably freer physically as well. Whereas like I am a bit of a stick in the mud and I'm a, I'm a bit of a prude and like you know and I'm a bit like uh guarded with my feelings and stuff. Mm. So um like, you know, which is why, like, I don't think anyone's ever thought I was a good actor, but, like, uh... I'm sure that's not true. No, I mean, I barely got ever cast in anything, really, to be honest with you. Like, you know, I, could, I, I couldn't get cast to save my life in um, the, the, the Amateur Dramatic Society that in, in Dublin. I, I don't know <laughs> the, why I'm, like, avoiding amateur, a name. The Amateur Dramatic Society of Dublin. I'm avoiding a name. No Drama is the name of the group. <laughs> I don't know why I just felt weird ADSD. about it. Yeah, no drama was the name of the group, and it's a lovely, it's a lovely group in Dublin. But like, I couldn't get cast to save my fucking life and their stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I've only really been in like two and a half plays. What's the half? What about the play we were in together? 
Um, that's the half. Uh, why is that only a half? Because it was. Because it was a short, short, very short okay. one. Yeah, it was like a, it was like not even a one act really. Like it was yeah. a te- it was a ten minute play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or was it fifteen? I can't remember now. I think it was ten. Yeah, ten to fifteen. Sure. I think. Anyway. It was very good though. You did a very you act you did an excellent job of telling a story in ten minutes, which is very difficult to do. Well, yeah, I I treated it more like an acting, or not an acting. I tried. I treated it more like a writing exercise than I did an acting one, really, because mm. that was the thing I wanted to see if I could write. Because it was like it was for anyone who didn't see it, which is probably everyone listening. Um, it was. I tried to do a horror short. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't really horrific, but it was creepy, which I think. I think it was creepy oh, in the for end. Sure. I think yeah. for the people watching, it was probably a little bit creepy. And suspenseful, I think. You know, you, you created that, that tension well. Yeah, I did a story. It's, I, it's The funny thing is, I think anytime I describe it, it sounds dumb to me when I try and like, sum it up. But it was like... Uh, excuse me. Um, it was uh, two people who were on their PlayStation or Xbox. They were on their game console at home, chatting to each other on the microphones as they played some games during the zombie apocalypse. Because <laughs> uh, basically, like, it was just before the electricity and the lights and, like, the, the internet goes out, which always in, like, zombie movies and stories and books, it's always, like, you know, a couple of weeks into the horror mm. before everything shuts down. So mm. it, was, it was just, like, basically the night that the electricity finally does cut was, was my... Uh, story so it was just two people chatting as like it was all coming to an end but yeah uh, I don't know I liked I liked the story I, I still like it but I liked it too yeah I don't know um, but yeah that was that was my half and then I did a play my first play was uh, a kind of romantic comedy kind of thing mm-hmm. um, about a guy who like proposes to a girl by getting on one knee and opening so it, will you bang me it will you bang me yeah because it's just a condom in his hand rather than a ring because he's desperately trying to get this girl to sleep with him uh, and then I wonder why I got cast in that one um, this guy looks like he doesn't get laid <laughs> Uh, and then the other one I got cast well I didn't even get cast because I co-wrote it but um, The Crack Was Mighty? The Crack Was Mighty that was my other play which was my favourite play that I've done probably because I co-wrote it yeah a majority of the plays you've been in like you've written yeah I know so that's because I can't get cast I'm not an actor it seems (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's my only chance of acting but uh, so if there's any agents out there (laughs) let us know so that's our 30 minutes, babe. Cool. So do you want to say goodbye to everybody or is anyone to tell them anything before you go? Goodbye. <laughs> Darcy's hit her wall again. No, that's cool. <laughs> All right, bye everybody. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>